We'd like to start this episode of The Plank with a message for all the haters. Yeah. They said we'd never be back. They said they said it was all a joke. They said they were saying a lot of just different stuff, and frankly, most of it was mean. They thought it was supposed to be funny. Funny? What was funny about these tech contracts? Okay, well. To, to all the fans out there who did support us, we see you. We appreciate you. And keep riding with us. And to the haters, keep riding with us too, because basically we've got some very big things coming. If you listen to the, through the whole episode, we've got some big things coming. So let's say merch. No one said that. But, as you may have seen in the title, we have a big guest on today. That's Huge. right. The president of Emory University, Greg Fenvest, is not joining us in the studio, but he's joining us remotely, I think from his home via Zoom. Same thing. So, Greg, before I introduce you, can you just greet us all with your classic Greg Fenvest catchphrase that we all know and love? Hello. I'm Greg Fenvest, and I'm proud to be... With Emery. Ladies and gentlemen, to everyone who doubted us, you can't even refute it now. You can't. All right. So, my first question, Greg, Gregory, can I call you Greg? Of course. Can I call you Greggy? Of course. Greggles? Can I call you Grego Waffles? You can call me whatever you want. I'm okay with it. Let's go with Greg. Let's go with Greg. We'll, We'll call you whatever we want. So... First of all, I want to make it explicitly clear. Uh, myself and my co-host Davis really just don't know anything about you because we consider doing research, but frankly, we thought, why it's not just nerds. hear it from the man himself? You research know? is for nerds. Like, why why get some fake news when we get the real news straight from the source? Absolutely. So, uh, first of all, my first question is, Greg N. L. Fenves. What does what does that L stand for in your name? What is that middle initial? So the L. You know, it's very private, but it's a very important part of my identity, and I am very, very, very happy to be with Emory University. I don't think you understood the question. We asked what your middle name is. (laughs) That's very private information right now. All right. You can move on. You could have said that. Um, So... Uh, you know, something that every Emory student has gone through is, you know, that adjustment process first coming to Emory for the first time. And, uh, for you, it's happening at a pretty strange time. I'm curious, uh, what's it like been adjusting to Emory? It's been very tough. I mean, obviously with COVID and everything, it's been tough to get to know everyone, but I'm so happy to be here. Everyone I've met has been amazing. Emory is a great place. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm hopeful to meet everyone else that I haven't met yet. And, you know, Emory has been great so far. I'm, I'm just so excited to meet everyone. Okay. Um, how does Emory University compare to the University of Texas? It's a very different experience. I mean, obviously, University of Texas, many more students. Like, our, our experience was so different in Texas, but Emory really has great great students i'm so excited to meet everyone it's been i've been only been here for a few months and i already feel like i'm at home and i hope to just feel more at home as as my time here goes on 
But Emory is an amazing place. That's that's so lovely to hear. It's inspiring. So, uh, you've you've come to Emory at a strange time. You've got quite a tall task having to deal with COVID. I'm I'm curious uh, what 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 has that been like being the new president right right when this goddamn pandemic strikes? You know, frankly, alleged, that's gotta be alleged pandemic. Alleged pandemic. Davis wants to note that he does not. Uh, he's not convinced that there's a hundred percent truth going around. About R- this. Remains to be seen. So yeah. Not all what, what's that yet. been like dealing with COVID as the new president? You know, the pandemic's been awful. Our Greek life has been really down. Like, everyone has been really, really, really cautious on campus, which I'm thankful about because the pandemic is really nothing to be, you know, everyone should be scared of it. Everyone should be cautious. But it's been a tough time. Everyone knows it's been a tough time. And I just hope everyone continues to be safe until we are back to normal when everyone can be, you know, themselves, and we can be back to Emory University again. I'm really hoping that that time is sooner rather than later, but we have to be safe while coronavirus is a threat, and I really hope to get to know everyone, not just in Greek life, but everyone else as well as I possibly can before we're back to normal on campus. All right, that was a... uh, well, very long. thorough answer. Thorough. That Wor- was a, that's a, a wordy answer. That, that was yeah, a nice way of saying it. Verbose, surely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a uh, little bit of a of a hardball here. What what exactly is a provost? Because you recently emailed uh, the student body about some kind of nonsense about looking for a provost, and frankly, I don't have any clue what that is. Nobody knows what that means. Yeah. So honestly, I I really don't think that. The term provost is, an, is a term that you guys should be thinking about. I think everyone at Emory should be just thinking about doing as well as they possibly can. The Greek life at Emory should be thinking about when they get back on campus. It, it's not really important. We're just trying to make sure everyone's as safe as they possibly can be. And we're back to normal as soon as we can. So, And I hope that we have a great school spirit and we can really rally behind the name Emory University and be Boy, is that optimistic. Back we normally are as soon as possible. So so what you're telling me is we are not qualified to know what a provost is? <laughs> that is absolutely not what I'm saying. I just think that it's not the first thought that Emory students should be having and we should be happy with where we are and we should be ready to be back to where we normally should be all right that was a great answer um we're gonna have to take it to a break pretty soon but uh, i have one last question before we take our ad break um according to spotify analytics about six percent of the planks listeners are female so on behalf of all those ladies out there i gotta ask greg are you single bro um so i am currently single right now but that does not mean that I am in the position to be um, in contact with with college students. Well, I, we didn't say college students. Well, yeah, we didn't say we, we didn't say, yeah, we didn't say anything like college students. We just said females. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I love females. Females are amazing. But <laughs> it's a, it's I a don't great think quote. Be a topic for our show right now, and I think there are other things we can be talking. Well, about. I, I just want to get the record straight. Our show. Don't. You're the guest. (laughs) 
No, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> I am the guest right now. But just generally speaking, I, I am not looking for female. I, I am doing perfectly fine for myself right now. Um, I, I do not need female help. Okay, we weren't trying to pry. We just, no. we were just a little curious. curious. On behalf of the female listeners. All right, that was a great answer. We're gonna take it to a quick break. We'll be right back on the plank. From the fellows who brought you the plank comes the creamery. The creamery is an innovative, high-tech, synergy-based production company specializing in newfound ice cream flavors from across the world. Yeah, (laughs) basically... We're going to start making ice cream as well as a podcast. So stay tuned for more about that in the future. Welcome back to The Plank. My name is Davis, joined by my co-host, Nick Cranes-Robinson. Joined here by president of Emory, Greg L. Fenvez, which we have learned uh, stands for Lauren. So should we we get back into questions? Let's get back into questions. Yeah, um... So we had a question lined up. I'm actually going to skip it. Um, what were you like during college? Well, that's a very tough question. <laughs> during college, I was a very motivated guy. I always wanted to be the president of a university. But also, Greek life is very important to me. Uh we get we get that you like uh, Greek life. You've been saying that a couple times, I think, actually. Yeah, a bit of a theme, if you will. It's a bit of a motif at this point in this episode mm-hmm. of, the, of mm-hmm. the Plank. Um, so we'd like to ask you about the verity of a recent Spoke meme. I don't know if you've seen this. You know the Emory Spoke? Are you familiar with it? I'm not familiar. So what, do you know the Emory Wheel? I am familiar with the Emory Wheel. So, in the same way that the Emory wheel is like a legitimate, or it tries would, to be, le- it's legitimate. a seemingly, on the surface, yeah. legitimate student mm-hmm. newspaper. The Ostensibly spoke, legitimate. The, the spoke is almost, is almost like a bit of a parody of that. Yeah. You know, it tries to make joking articles. But they recently, on the Emory Spoke Instagram, posted an image of you that I, at least when I first saw it, thought it might have been edited. It was, it was some sort of meme about... Greg Fenvez and how he's dummy thick, I think was how they uh, worded it. Are you familiar with the terminology? I am familiar with the terminology dummy thick. However, I do not agree with it. So you are saying that you are not dummy thick and this was fabricated, this meme? This is a fabricated meme for sure. We'll fix it in post. Okay, well, you, I mean... There's no real getting around it. You and I both know, Greg, you're a loaded fella, right? I do have a nice backside. However, I do not believe that I should be defined that way. No, we. so I just want to ask because, frankly, my, my co-host and I, Davis, we have a few... Well, we, we're just some enterprising spirits. We're always trying to... You know, come up with new business ideas. The we next big thing. Yeah, Facebook I mean, Four. If fa- I, th- we're always searching for our Facebook mm-hmm. Four, our white whale. But uh, we, uh, I mean, including this podcast, that was one of our ideas. But I, I'm, I'm asking because we have actually a couple different ideas we we might want to pitch to you. Are you? Are you? I mean, not not exactly to invest, perhaps, but just just to just to bounce ideas off you. Potentially, I mean, you give us some capital. I wouldn't mind some capital. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, one of one of the things we've we've been discussing the idea of uh, well I, I'd say it's beyond the discussion phase. Basically, Davis and I are 
in talks to launch a, 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 an ice creamery, uh, frankly. And uh, our premier flavor that we're talking about is beef. What do you think about beef ice cream? Are you excited about that concept? Um, personally, I'm not excited about beef ice cream. Um, I believe that beef ice cream is a played out idea. Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, wait. Can you explain that? So beef ice cream is not a new idea. As much as you guys want to fucking believe that it is, Belief ice cream is not beef ice cream is Belief not a new idea. Beef ice cream. Be- is wait, not you're saying beef ice cream, ice cream is not a new idea? It is not a new idea. Many people have had this idea in the past. Fix it in post. However, beef ice cream is not good. I have tried beef ice cream, and that is not something that people would like. Um. Wow, I mean, that, that actually was not the answer we were... That was the, the incorrect answer, basically. Um, but the idea of ice cream, does that excite you at all? So beef, I am a big fan of beef. However, beef ice cream, I don't know how I feel about that one. But what about just ice... If, if, if Davis and I were making ice cream, and let's just pretend in some imaginary world it isn't beef-flavored, which is a little far-fetched, frankly, would you be enticed by the idea of just, just ice cream? I am definitely an ice cream fan. However, any sort of meat within an ice cream flavor, that is very far-fetched. That is not an idea that has been passed by any sort of... Well, you, you just, just said, said that it's not, not an original, original idea. idea. Wait, Wait, so, so you, you just, just told, told us that, that it would... Any sort of legislative body claiming to pass beef ice cream. But you claim it already exists. Also, what legislative... Hold on. (laughs) Alright, maybe maybe we should should move on past this, Elijah. Ben and Jerry's bicameral legislation. This is, frankly, we have some other ideas. So, recently, we had a a young entrepreneur on the podcast that goes by the name of Chuck. He's an innovator in the space, creating a website. I have heard of Chuck in the past. You've heard of Chuck? Did you listen to our first episode? I'm curious. I have heard of Chuck before. That was not what I asked, but okay. So when Chuck was on the podcast, he was talking about how he wants to start a YouTube channel and uh, he was talking about he was going to make pranks in the hood type videos. And in the spirit of stealing people's ideas, we came up with planks in the hood. What do you think about planks in the hood? Yeah, so planks in the hood is a very original idea. Um, I, think that, I think that original ideas are very important in today's society. Um, Chuck is a very yeah, original creator. He has come with... Well, this isn't about Chuck. Okay, no, we don't need you to talk about Chuck. That was just to introduce the... No, this isn't a podcast about Chuck. <laughs> that was last week. Or not last week, last month, but... Uh... I, I believe that Chuck is a very individual, very great consumer of information right now. And Chuck is... Huh? Chuck is an amazing, <laughs> an amazing producer of material right now. How, how did you find out about... Ch- Chuck, having only been at Emory for a couple months. So, Chuck is just, he is famous at Emory for creating individual material. Chuck is, Chuck has just created some fascinating oh. material. Fascinating, fascinating material. I, I'm, I'm just, you have okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm just curious, can you define the term individual material? I'm a little confused what you mean by that. Well, Chuck has created some material that I have never heard. Like, like materials? Like, <laughs> okay, no, keep going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Chuck is just such an 
Such an individual. <laughs> Such an individual. Everything Chuck has created is is individual to Chuck. You know what I'm saying? Like Chuck's material is so incredibly unique. I have never ever seen anything like Chuck has made, and I'm curious to see what Chuck is capable of creating in the future. All right, it's <laughs> a pretty good answer. Um. Uh. So one of our other ideas, Davis and I have developed, and you know, I've been working on, is a physical invention. Actually, in our uh, in our kitchen where we live in a uh, Decatur, we have a uh, what can only be defined as a rope system. It's it's kind of like a system of uh, of ropes. ropes. Yeah, frankly, if you will, it, if we're being frank. So uh, yeah, thoughts? Are you willing to give us capital to fund this project? So uh, rope system is very interesting. However. It is very um, outdated. I think in a rope system that has been around for a very long time. I, I don't think a rope system has much room in the future. Um, it, it takes up too much space, frankly. Like, I, I think a rope system is something that may have worked 20 years ago. <laughs> right now, people do not want to take up too much space in their households. And they are not looking for a rope system right now. All right. It, All right. So, yeah. In the yeah. early 2000s, but right now, that's just not the move. I see. It was more of like a turn of the millennia, post-9-11 kind of conception. So, well, I'm con- let, me, let me elaborate we'll, a little we'll bit. Because we haven't said much about what this rope system is. Uh, let me tell you. This is good it, radio. It has a Febreze bottle that is suspended on it, as well as... A bucket. A bucket and a... Uh, well, a mechanism, frankly. Yes, a, f- a few mechanisms. A few, a hydration mechanism. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, with all that being said, are you still not interested? Well, this is a very, as it is an interesting concept. I think it is outdated. Um, I think many people have incorporated the Febreze bottle into their normal lifestyle, and. I just don't see how this is an incredible idea for for new new consumers. I, I think it could be, it could be for old consumers. consumers. I just don't see how old consumers are are just now identifying Febreze as a nice adaptation to their lifestyle. I think everyone is using some sort of nice smelling product to cover up their um potentially. Foul lifestyle. Some foul lifestyle. Okay. Well, you don't need to drag our idea too much. We're still looking for investors. We don't want you to... Okay, whatever. We'll move on to our next idea. And this last one is actually one that we're kind of testing on you right now, whether or not you realize it. But uh, our last idea, because we're so into coming up with big ideas, and because we have some, uh, frankly, pretty wealthy connections, uh, we were thinking we have uh, a show, maybe a spinoff of The Plank, that is dedicated to pitching our good ideas our innovative ideas to wealthy people we know. And we're thinking of calling it Shark Plank. Yes, that sounds interesting. Do you get the title? Do you get it? Do you get the do you get the Of pun? course, of course, of course. What's the pun? I don't, what's the, I didn't know there was, You don't understand? I didn't know there was a pun. Well, let me is just this, explain for my co-host here. Um, Shit. So, are you familiar with a TV show called Shark Tank? Yes. Shark Week? No, different show. Okay. It's almost like what we're doing now, kind of, like... But it's uh, it's called Shark Tank, and I'm saying we call it Shark Plank because you know you do know the plank is our podcast. Okay, we need to get sharks. Where do we get those? Golden no, sacks? No, don't 
Okay. On to our next idea. So we like to end our episode of The Plank always with a little talk about planks, frankly. So, so uh, we want to know how long do you think you could, you know, sustain a plank? I, I don't understand the question, but if we're talking about the physical position of plank? Yes. That's right. That, like, like the forearms motion? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, I would say probably um, at least three minutes would be my threshold for the plank position. Wow. For a man of your – actually, I, I'm curious. We haven't of addressed this. How old are you? Girth. You frankly look like you could be either 12 or uh, 90 million. I can't even tell. So I'm I'm definitely somewhere between the two ages. <laughs> I'm glad to know you're not on the outside of that uh, <laughs> limit there. Of course. So okay, I'm sorry. That was actually a rude question. I shouldn't have, I should have asked, asked a man his age. Yeah. Okay. Second second question, as you walk the plank, you're an innovator. You didn't get to president of Emory and the University of Texas by not being an innovator. So question for you. We have four planks of wood in our living room. What the hell do we do with them? Well, that's definitely an interesting question. Um, I, I am unsure as to what the nature of these planks in your living room would be. You can't leave until you get give us an idea. However, um, I believe that these planks in your living room have a good basis and and exists for a reason so i would say that i will use these planks however you deem necessary okay wow. that's a that's a pretty inspiring answer yeah so yeah. uh we want to know just to take it a step back and think about you know where we are 2020 we want to know society and such we want to know greg in today's society frankly who should walk the plank who deserves it I, I, think, I think that's very based that, – that's a very specific answer. I, I don't think anyone should – That's a question. That is a question actually. I don't think anyone should be walking the plank. I mean, well, you're going, you're going to, to in a minute, but – I would not like to walk the plank. I, I hope I am not in that position to walk the plank right now. But I, I do not wish walking the plank upon anyone – and I hope that everyone can be welcome on this campus. And I hope everyone can be welcome in any atmosphere they enter. Because that is the worst feeling to not be welcome. Anyway. What, about, what about Claire Stirk? Should she walk the plank? Claire Stirk is an amazing human being. And she should not, surely should not be walking the plank. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Um, last question. If we made you walk the plank, would you do a flip or would you do a dive? Surely I would do a flip. Um, I think the flip is the best way to go off the plank. If, if one had to, I would surely not want to go off the plank. But if I did, I would do a flip. And the flip is an amazing, amazing <laughs> act of courage. So yes, I, w I would be doing the flip if I had to go off the plank, but I hope I, I would not want to go off the plank. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time. We're going to have to wrap it up. This has been a truly inspiring interview with, with Emory's newest president. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for talking to us, Greg. And you know what, buddy? Even though I know you don't want to, I think it's time to walk the plank. <laughs> <laughs>